If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Com.gh or your My MTN app to sign up today. MTN. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Kekeli Radio in Ho, Ganga FM in Jirapa, Bedering FM in Bumpurugu, Amenuveve FM in Aflao. We are also on Twitter Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC, HDP pipes, and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. This afternoon, a sin north. MP James Jachikwesen sets in motion multiple legal processes, including a fresh action at the Supreme Court in a bid to put his trial on hold. Meanwhile, some MPs are out of Parliament today, despite a warning by the Speaker to mark them absent without permission, with consequences of being expelled from Parliament. We're live in court. Also, Supreme Court asks to find Speaker of Parliament guilty of contempt and impose sanctions for allowing the House to consider the anti-LGBTQ bill, despite pending court cases details of that also we tend to point fingers and grumble about corruption in our respective countries and more often than not we choose the easy road of laying blame entirely at the doorsteps of politicians we get to find out who else President Akufado says have been very corrupt but have escaped blame. Nuclear regulatory authorities warning people living close to high-tension poles or telecommunication masts there is a serious risk to the health of their offspring and generations after them. And this heating effects could uh, even cause damage to your cells in the long term and that could uh, give you some health effects. We'll also bring you up close with the 2023 Joy News Impact Maker, Isaac Ajaoto. I'm happy. Now more people, many people are seeing what we are doing and then people are ready to support and they want to come in to help. So we are happy, we are grateful. We thank um, Joy News and Multimedia Group for this opportunity given to us. We have sports. Ghana's Black Queens will be the latest football national team to attempt appeasing a disgruntled fan base. And in showbiz, we'll tell you about the strike by Hollywood actors and how this is impacting production of your favorite movies and TV shows, Avatar and Gladiator sequels. The entire business model has been changed by streaming, digital, AI. We are all going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines. 
We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. Please do stay with us for details. We are your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. I am MFA Apau. Let's settle for the details and start off from the Supreme Court. And Asin North MP James Jachikwasing has set in motion multiple legal processes, including a fresh action at the Apex Court in a bid to put his trial on hold. He's demanding additional documents from state prosecutors to fully understand the case against him, as well as asking that his day-to-day trial be reviewed. Attorney General Gofred Yabuadame is, however, accusing the legislature of engaging in a plot to prevent the court from hearing the case at all costs. Legal Affairs Correspondent Joseph Akable is there for us. He joins us via Zoom with details. So, Joseph, tell us about the latest court processes. They're asking the Supreme Court to put the trial on hold because they believe that the full complements of the documents that the state will be using as evidence against uh, Mr. Kwesin has not been made available to them. And so that is the first application. The second one is at the Court of Appeal. It is in respect of the application at the Court of Appeal, asking it to set aside the high court decision that the case will be heard on a day-to-day basis. Even before the Court of Appeal deals with that, they want the Court of Appeal to also put this particular trial on hold. But as far as the Attorney General is concerned, he says this is a ploy that is being undertaken by Mr. Kwesin to ensure that he does not have his trial progress any day or even reach any conclusion at any point in time. And so he asked the court not to grant this particular request. And so the court has indicated that it will deliver his decision on this particular request on whether it should put the case on hold due to the multiple legal actions on the 18th of July. And we know that uh, the lawyers in this case, Chachuchikata and Gofred Yabuada, the attorney general, they've been having a go at each other. The court had reason to caution them? Yes, what happened today was that uh, when the case was called, the Deputy Attorney General of Etienne announced himself as representing the prosecution. Then Chachis Kata announced himself as representing uh, Jackie Kwesin. And shortly afterwards, when Mr. Chikata had finished making his application, the Attorney General walked into the courtroom and then stood up and decided to respond to the arguments that had been made by Mr. Chikata. So once he was done, Mr. Chikata pointed out that it was wrong for the Attorney General not to have even apologized to the court for coming in late and not to also... Um, announced himself even before proceeding to address the court. But the agent shot him quickly to say that if it is his name that Mr. Chikata wants to hear, he can mention it. Now, the court should note that Mr. Chikata never mentioned his name in the court. It was at that point that Mr. Chikata stood up to respond, and the AG and the court stepped in quickly to say that they should put it on hold and that she doesn't think that such comments from both sides are healthy. And she expects that the discussions going forward are clean and are focused on the legal issues that are before the court. Well, I know as usual, it's always a packed court. Do we know uh, whether the NDC MPs, we know they've indicated that they will always show up in court. Did they carry out that threat today as well? All 137 of them? Not all 137, but at least I counted almost 20 of them, led by the minority that Dr. Castella took forth in himself, his deputy, uh, his deputy, Imanama Kofibu, as well as the chief with Akwami Abuja, all present, Samuel Okujeswa Blackwa, among other members of parliament, made it here, but not up to 137 MFL. But we understand also that some ministers of state were in court. What, what was their mission there? Two of them are the Minister for um, Trade and Industry, uh, Katie Hammond was present, as well as the Transport Minister, Kweko Poriyama. For Mr. Katie Hammond, we know that he has been cited for contempt in this particular case. And so when he came in, he was telling some of his colleagues that he had come in because 
uh, they've brought him to the court, so he's coming to see what they are doing here. But that particular application in respect of him is due to be dealt with on the 19th of July. So it's not de- it's not supposed to be dealt with today, but he said they're coming to monitor proceedings. It's not clear why the transport minister had come in, but both of them left in the company of the attorney general at the close of proceedings. Well, Joseph, we'll check on the other MPs who were not in court with Kweku uh, shortly. But first, um, I know that there's another case you're following at the Supreme Court, and we are told that the Supreme Court is being asked to impose sanctions on the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbing, uh, for allowing the House to proceed with the anti-LGBTQ bill, despite the pending legal actions. Tell us more about it. It's a case that has been filed by researcher Dr. Amanda Odoi. Uh, she is one of the two, is one of the two individuals who have sued the Attorney General and the Speaker of Parliament in respect of the anti-LGBT bill. Now, she says that despite filing an application for an injunction and serving the relevant authorities, i.e. the Speaker and the AG, the Speaker nonetheless allowed the second reading of the bill to take place, uh, taking it a step closer to uh, Parliament completing the process with regards to passing this particular bill. And so she believes that that is contempt of the Supreme Court and demanding that the Supreme Court should, as a result, punish the Speaker of Parliament for breaching the laws of the country and acting in a manner that is disrespectful to the highest court of the land. And what was the order of the Supreme Court on this? And the Supreme Court is yet to formally sit and deal with this particular matter. We understand that the process has been served and is due to be heard in court on the 19th of July. And so we expect that uh, the speaker will be served and perhaps show up in court for those matters to be dealt with. Thank you very much, Joseph Akable, for that fantastic uh, reportage from uh, the court. I'll take you to um, our parliamentary affairs correspondent now, Kweku Asante. He joins us via Zoom. Kweku, first off, let's talk about the reaction of this latest action, which is a contempt of court case against the Speaker. I'm sure there's been some reaction from Parliament. What has it been? It's a near empty house, and if not a single minority MP inside, there are just a few majority MPs, but so... It's, it's a little struggle to get majority MPs to comment on this. Some of them haven't even been made aware of the proceeding against the Speaker of Parliament. In fact, the Speaker of Parliament himself is also not available. As we have been told by the Deputy Speaker, he is out of the jurisdiction as we speak. But a few of the NP, NP MPs who would even look at the story online and come and say, this is much ado about nothing. They don't. They think that this is a non-starter. They don't believe that the Speaker of Parliament did anything wrong. Some of them say that a mere application for injunction. That's not a pre- It appears I just lost you, Kweku. Are you there? Can you hear me, Kweku? Oh, dear. Unfortunately, I was hoping to hear all the gist from Parliament. Uh, we'll talk to Kweku shortly. I'll reach Kweku back. I promise you that. But uh, we know that this is the fourth legal action when it comes to the LGBTQ bill, including an injunction suit. Now we're hearing about a contempt of court uh, case against the Speaker for allowing the proceedings to go ahead in spite of the legal actions that had been filed against it. But the National House of Chiefs at a meeting in Kumasi yesterday voiced its abhorrence to activities of LGBTQ plus 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 describing it as evil and abominable the second is president of the house we the chiefs wish to state categorically that there is only male and female gender and no other gender we the chiefs and our subjects declare that we will not allow any group to propagate any cause conduct or behavior called LGBTQ+, or similar, be it man marrying man, or woman marrying woman, or in any other form in Ghana. This is an abomination, and we declare as immoral, 
and an affront and infringement of our cherished values. We call on the police and other relevant institutions not to allow this abomination into the shores of our beloved country. The second president of the National House of Chiefs, Kweku, is back on Zoom. So, Kweku, you're telling us about the reactions also. But more importantly, uh, we're hearing that uh, all 137 minority MPs were all not in court. You've been finding out where they've been, even though they say they are, they are boycotting to support James Dachikwese. They are not in parliament as well. A number of them are around. I've seen a number of them at a TV conference just about a, a, a moment ago not 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 in their numbers but that begs the question as to where all of them are because the decision to boycott the sittings was to solidarize with their colleagues in parliament and if and if they are not in parliament and they are not in court as well then where are they and where and why are they not on the floor in fact it has come up on the floor the house has been forced to adjourn because all of them are not here strangulating the business of the house the mp for quadras who has raised concerns he says that the ndc minority mps are simply trying to sabotage parliament from going ahead with doing business in the house. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kweku Asante there, bringing us up to speed on happenings in Parliament. Now, the Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice, Shraj, has defended its recent decisions which have failed to impose sanctions. Some Supreme Court judges and other public officials have recently been found not to have fully complied with Ghana's asset declaration laws, but Shraj took the view that a late compliance remedied the situation. Commissioner Joseph Wittal says the current legal framework does not allow to impose stringent sanctions. Presently, the Constitution says at the conclusion of the investigation, the Commission will take appropriate action. We'll look at the appropriateness of the action in the light of the nature of the investigation. And that is why we have been pushing for the conduct of public officers bill, indicating that we need to really set out sanctions that are very clear that would guide the Commission. In the absence of that, you have to depend on the discretion of the commission and each of those cases will look at the outcome of the investigation and we determine the appropriate action and issue that to the parties we stay a while longer with Shraj because it says it has concluded its initial assessment of a petition asking that it probes the Professor Kwabnafrim Pumbuating Galamse report. Mr. Wittel says the commission believes the issue falls within its mandate and is therefore going ahead to undertake a full-scale probe. In the absence of any evidence beyond what they have given to us, we need further information or evidence to be able to say the named persons in Pumbuating's report there is enough basis for us to require a response from them. Mm. That is why we are still at this angle of the investigation. In terms of your procedure, I know that mostly what you tend to do is when you receive a petition, you do a determination to see that whether this is a matter that falls within the ambit. I might want to understand that you've already crossed that hurdle already. Cross that. We've crossed that. We are building the evidence now against possible people mentioned in the report. And if the complainants have any further and better particulars, we welcome that. Commissioner of Shraj, Joseph Wittal, they're speaking to my colleague, Joseph Akable. Now, President Akufado has called on Christians to stop pointing fingers at um, whenever the issue of corruption comes up. The president speaking at the opening ceremony of the International Convention of the Full Gospel Businessmen Fellowship International said Christian businessmen should be honest as a model of fighting corruption. 
We tend to point fingers and grumble about corruption in our respective countries. And more often than not, we choose the easy road of laying blame entirely at the doorsteps of If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. We, however, forget that we have significant numbers of Christians in each of our countries who together can help create a counterculture of honest businesses, honest dealing. Corruption affects everyday life, and it is worth bearing in mind that it is not only the headline corruption, the type that involves politicians and high-profile figures, that retards our progress and hinders our development. Indeed, it is about breaking rules and regulations in many aspects of our lives and wanting to and circumventing the laws that are meant to guide our society. President Ekofado also called on Christians to act as ambassadors of Christ in spaces they find themselves. According to him, Christians cannot afford to be quiet in the current situation of the country but must step up and play an active role to salvage it. But we must remember that in times such as these, our countries and the world expect much from those of us who are called Christian. It is not for nothing that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ describes as the salt, as the salt and light of the world. Therefore, in trying times like these, Christians cannot afford to sit below the salt. We must be at the forefront with those who hold on to hope and do our bit to ensure that the encircling doom and gloom in our world is lifted. Now, the National Peace Council has begun engagement with the nation's security agencies and political heads to address the deteriorating peace in the country. Board Chairman Reverend Dr. Ernest Dujemfi tells Joy News the meetings have become necessary after the country slipped two places on the Global Peace Index. The report by the Institute of Economics and Peace also highlighted the economic loss to the country to the tune of over $10 billion. As disturbing as it may sound, Reverend Dr. Dujemfi says boots are on the ground to ensure the peace of the nation is not derailed. He spoke to my colleague Samuel Kojabris on The Pulse. From our perspective as a council, uh, there must continually be a public education. Uh, we've just ended a dialogue between the political parties and the police service. Mm. Uh, we did one earlier on with the whole security services uh, in February. We've done a follow-up uh, the last few days. Now, we keep reviewing all these things that we've seen in the country and keep on educating ourselves and bringing ourselves uh, on the same place so that everybody understands where we are, what we ought to do, and how we have to handle the country to make the country as peaceful as it ought to be. So there's a lot of work going on underground, trying to mitigate some of these challenges that we do have. But I think that whilst we're doing all of these things, the public must be educated to understand that sometimes some of the things that we write on social media especially uh, on social media, because it's very difficult to control social media now. Mm. And all those things being put out is a certain perception about the country. Sometimes when you travel outside, for us who are also uh, ministers who preach in churches when we travel outside, our citizens outside feel from the news they read as if the country is almost burning. 
So we go back and tell them that, look, what you are hearing is not true. So there's a certain perception out there because people are writing all kinds of things on social media. So these perceptions are also received by uh, these uh, evaluators who are outside the country. They are also reading from the internet and getting news from all those places. So we have to be very careful to educate our public. Let's look at the interests of our country. Well, that's the board chairman of the National Peace Council, Reverend Dr. Ernest Edujimfi. Now, the next issue I'm about to talk about is something that most people have lived in denial about. But today, the Ghana Nuclear Regulatory Authority, NRA, is advising against people's choice to live under high tensions or telecommunication masks. According to the authority, the exposure to the radiations from these masks over a long period of time can have negative impacts on a person's future generation. Dr. Henry Laluvi, the head of non-ionizing application department at the NRA has been speaking to join us. Most of the time when you have to stay there for a very long time, then the probability that you have one of these effects increases. Mm. That is why it's not advisable for people to reside under these high tension mm. cables. Now these um, non-ionizing radiations, the effects that they, they produce, they are not deterministic. Uh, it's not something that when you receive the radiation, instantly you see the effect, which may not affect yourself, but could affect your generation. The effect may not cause you something that you may, you may see. It can cause some heating effects, and these he- heating effects could uh, even cause damage to your cells in the long term, and that could uh, give you some health effects. He's also advising people to demand for certificates of authorization whenever they go for x-rays or scans at the hospital since unauthorized persons rendering services could expose patients to negative health impacts. So as, as a member of the public, you go to an x-ray facility. The first thing that you need to look out for to be sure that machine is working well and I'm safe, what you have to do is look out for the NRA um, certificate. It should be displayed where you can see it. Mm. When you don't see such a thing, then it's likely that that facility has not been authorized. And if the facility is not authorized and then you deal with them, then you do that at your own risk. That's Dr. Henry Loluvi, head of the non-ionizing application department of the Ghana National Ghana Nuclear Regulatory Authority, I beg your pardon. Taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News, live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. The Midday News is sponsored by Duroplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC, HDP pipes, and water tank. Where Duroplus goes, water flows. As in North MP James Jatikwasing has set in motion multiple legal processes, including a fresh action at the Supreme court in a bid to put his trial on hold. We return with sports and then in showbiz we'll tell you about the strike by Hollywood actors and how this is impacting production of your favorite movies and TV shows like Avatar and Gladiator Seagulls. The entire business model has been changed by streaming, digital, AI. We are all going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. You know both. You know chop. When it vanish for your area for two weeks, uh-huh. you not get one drop safe inside your tank. Hajia, hey. our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes, water tank. 
Mamma mia, that water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selindion. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water, pe -pe -pe. so say some logo left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank! That's my boss, Mr. Poncho Gotor. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports. Michelle Quino has the latest. Michelle. Hello, MFR. At 4 p.m. today, Nora Hopter will take charge of her first competitive game as Black Queen's boss when the senior women's team take on Guinea in an Olympic qualifier. While the Black Queens will be looking to secure a first ever Olympics qualification, Ghana's Black Meteors only weeks ago extended their Olympic drought and the Black Stars' failure to beat Madagascar for an early Afcon 2023 berth, as well as the satellite's elimination from the Wafubi Cup yesterday, has further stained the relationship between Ghana's national teams and fans, making the job of the Queens even more difficult. So how do they weigh up this challenge? Here's their boss. It's, it's to take it step by step, you know. We don't want to look all the time um, ahead. We know where we want to, where our ship is riding on the Mission Volta. We know the direction. We know uh, the harbors we're going to sail into. Um, but we always need, when you are on a boat riding, we always need to focus on the next harbor. The next harbor, um, it's uh, Guinea. So we want to um, find a, a successful harbor, you know, and. As soon as we arrive there and, and did the job, then we can also look to the next job. And that next job, should they beat Guinea, will be a second qualifying round versus one of Africa's seven highest-ranked teams from the last Women's Africa Cup of Nations. More sports on my joinline.com for slash sports. And, of course, right here on Game Plan from 115. We can't wait for Game Plan. And that's Michelle with the latest from the world of sports. Thank you so much. Now, let's focus on the Joy News Impact Maker of the Year 2023, Isaac Ajaoto. Well, he's a farmer engaging the services of persons with disabilities with a hope to give them opportunity to improve their livelihood through their work on the farm. He also uses proceeds from the farm to give educational scholarships to some children in his community. He's been able to establish a bakery to support his staff and community as well. And guess what? He also established a solar lamp manufacturing unit to provide free solar lamps to persons living in island communities in the Adar enclave of the Greater Accra region. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Isaac Ajaoto, Joy News Impact Maker of the year. Adar East is one of the 29 districts within the Greater Accra region. It is situated in the eastern part of the region. Adar is well noted for its annual Asafotufian festival. The people of Adar are predominantly fisher folks and farmers. Unemployment is high within the district. Isaac Ajauto is a lab technician and a native of Adar. He has been working hard to change the narrative by helping his people with his widow's might. He has an NGO called Farm for Livelihood Association. The Farm for Livelihood Association support the less privileged, brilliant but needy, and the disabled in the Adar East District. I'm happy. Now more people, many people are seeing what we are doing, and then people are ready to support and they want to come in to help. So we are happy, we are grateful, we thank um, Joy News and Multimedia Group for this opportunity given to us, and then the platform that we have that people will see all that we are doing. So this is a farm which belongs to um, one man called Mr. Joshua. He's a person living with disability, and he's the one managing this very farm here. So I am a person who everybody will know me as a disabled person. 
before I'll start, I'll start the farm. So I don't have uh, my money. Money is my problem. That's our Joy News Impact Maker of the Year, Isaac Ajaoto. Now, the construction of a health facility initiated by the Assembly Member for KO Electoral Area in the Kumasi Metropolis has been abandoned for almost five years. The clinic situated at Krobo Dumasi Market is now being occupied by squatters as the community yearns for access to health care. That's more in the following report. A former assembly member of KO Electoral Area, Alexander Safokese, initiated the construction of a clinic and police station in 2018. He self-financed the project in fulfillment of a promise to residents while he was campaigning to go to the assembly. The KME, acknowledging the importance of the projects, prioritized the police station and reimbursed the assemblyman to take over the project. However, the one-story building serving as a clinic has been left to rot after the assembly member lost his seat. Second-hand clothes sellers now use part of the structure for trading. But the traders are anxious to see the completion of the health facility to support their health needs. The risk involved in our operations is high. The hospital could have given us first aid. I don't think any time here in case I was no opera serious. The abandoned clinic also serves as an apartment for some and other food vendors have turned the space as a boat to prepare their food. A corn miller also occupies part of the structure for business and at the back of the structure are scattered cooking utensils. The squatters say the rooms get flooded anytime it rains. They fear the building will collapse with no intervention. <laughs> This is where we sleep, but it gets flooded anytime it rains. The building looks weak, and we fear for our lives. Now, major films in production, including Avatar and Gladiator sequels, are looking likely to be affected by Hollywood actors taking strike action. As we speak, more promotional events such as red carpet premieres will also be affected, such as Disney film Haunted Mansion, released later uh, this month. Events including the Emmys and Comic Con may be rescheduled or scaled back. That's the result of uh, the AI concerns that has been raised by these workers. We can hear from Fran Drescher, is a SAG AFTA president. At some point, the jig is up. You cannot keep being dwindled and marginalized and disrespected and dishonored. The entire business model has been changed by streaming, digital, AI. This is a moment of history that is a moment of truth. If we don't stand tall right now, we are all going to be in trouble. We are all going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines and big business. Who cares more about Wall Street than you and your family? AI, AI. Now, 20-year-old rapper Yao Talk says he's focused on making money now and will return to school once his family is financially sound. He recently completed senior high school 